This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in on another edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. Jake Meyer here sitting right next to me. He produces the product as well. Thanks for being with us, Jake. How are you, buddy? Doing fantastic. Had a great weekend. I was up in uh, Black Hawk, and Ooh. I was uh, doing some... You know, card games and uh, some slot machines. And Did some, you eat the buffet there? Did you hit that buffet? Uh, you already know I had that buffet. You know, it was a, a yeah. fantastic time up there. Yeah, so that's always fun to go up there. You did a Maristar or what would you do? Maristar. That's, okay. uh, that's we like the, the lodge go-to. up there, but it's fun to go. We like to go crack crab legs up there and go lose our money and play blackjack. I'm a blackjack player. Okay. And of course, who doesn't like to play the slots? But I'm like a donator. Like, yeah. People are like, yeah, I just hit the, I had 700 in a slot. And then last time I went, I had 900 in a slot. I'm like, oh, really? I lost 700 in that same slot. <laughs> uh, but uh, the preseason is officially over. The regular season is here. The Broncos will have an extra week off with the new, you know, the new look three three preseason games, Labor Day weekend, go into the regular season. It makes a lot of sense. And uh, the timing, I think it works out just right for the Broncos to give themselves two weeks to prepare for the, the New York football giants. Um Teddy, Drew, uh, he got almost the full compliment for a little bit in the final preseason game number three against the Rams. Broncos didn't cover the nine and a half points, but won 17 to 12. Found a way to win the game. I think that's kind of, in a weird way, important. Not as important as staying healthy in the game, but as long as everyone's healthy and you survive it, then you kind of want to find a way to win the game. Um, Teddy Hayter's out early. Albert O, who's returns, he makes his return along with Vaughn and Cortland Sutton. Uh, drops early Teddy Bridgewater pass. Teddy has a couple more balls in that drive that are a little, you know, um, not his best throws. They still go get three uh, points from a McManus field goal on it. And yeah, Teddy's not his sharpest best day. He goes six for 11, but ends his day with a uh, touchdown to Cortland Sutton um, to take a 10 to 6 lead in the game, if that means anything to you, before he's kind of done for his day. Finding Cortland Sutton, who might have needed it. There's some psyche stuff there. Mm-hmm. There's a, uh, he's, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, we're, we're back. Uh, there's something to, you know, uh, coming, coming back out, party for um, Cortland Sutton, who probably, like, we said on the radio show today it feels to him probably like he's been out of football for a couple of years not just the one year yeah absolutely I mean Cortland Sutton more than anybody needed it uh and you know not only that touchdown but Teddy found him on a few good uh breaking routes and he, he yeah. planted hard on that left knee and he looked really good he looked healthy and after he scored that touchdown you know you do your dance do your dance so it was a uh, it was a good sight to see Cortland yeah, Sutton back uh, again, like he's DT light in a lot of ways. Cortland Sutton's a really, really good player who has a lot to play for this year. He's a really good stand-up guy. Got the kind of he's one of the kind of guys you want on your team. And I hope he goes back to being like a seventy-five catch guy for a thousand yards because you know Jerry Judy's going to have a big season as well. Um, I I have a really good feeling Hamler's going to you know, torch a couple guys two or three times this season for a couple big big touchdowns that will be game breakers, game changers. I'm excited to see Noah in this offense as well and then the return we mentioned of Albert O along with Sutton and Von Miller who played their first football auction in about a year so, um, these guys uh, went out there delivered uh, it was it, it, it was what we needed it to be be and what we needed it to look like this whole preseason has been actually um, so anyone who's kind of seen on Twitter right away people dogging oh let's see let's see Ted Ridgewater there's the real Teddy all kinds of stuff. I'm like guys I mean it wasn't his best stuff 
left the game up 10 to 6, threw a nice touchdown pass, uh, no sacks, no fumbles, no picks. Drew Locke gets in there and right away puts the ball on the ground right away. I mean, he ends up going five for seven, throws a touchdown. Drew Locke is improved. Um, you got to, you know, who is he going up against? I think that's factored into this preseason the whole time for Drew Locke. Um, but also, again, the, the big mistake that are you make two of those type of mistakes every game, you lose all of those games. And that was one in very, very limited action. Yeah. And especially, you know, deep in your own end zone, you know, deep in your own territory your back's almost against the wall here and you fumble it the pocket awareness for Locke has always been bad and it has continued to even even this entire preseason his pocket presence hasn't really improved that much it's improved a little bit but he's still fumbling he's still not sensing that pressure and that's something else that that Drew Locke needs to continue to work on but Teddy like you said you know it wasn't his best day at the office but he didn't by any means do anything to lose the game nah, Teddy's a pro that's it's not who Teddy is he's not going to lose you games he'll need help to win games he's not going to put anything on his shoulders and just go do it but um those guys are very special and very rare and few and far between so you know take the preseason game three for what it was me the biggest thing was you played a lot of important guys who if you have one or two injuries in that game you know it's really devastating to you instead they come out clean and healthy that's a very big deal so i now i could appreciate the extra work and touches and you wanted to keep that momentum a little bit and to win those games again i think the owen 16 lions were four and in the preseason that year <laughs> right. so the preseason in terms of wins and losses maybe big picture isn't worth a damn but also i rather have won all these games than lost all these games that's for sure. It just gives you a better feeling going into the season. And no, you know, like I think you learn a, t- a young team can learn how to win games. And for one, it starts with the feeling of winning the first game. How do we do it? How, um, you know, we stuck to the game plan. We listened to that coaching. You know, we we, yeah, we buy in. And then you get that feeling. It happens again, and then it happens again. All of a sudden, you feel like a winner. And then you go expect to win games, Jake. And again, that sounds. Those are just words. That's not a real thing. You can't touch what I just said. You can't feel it. You can't bottle it. You can't taste it. Those are just words. But also, those kind of things make you, when you're a team that's down, you have to hope and, you know, uh, pray and dream and try to grasp for those things. Um, anything to bring you back to respectability and then comes playoff contention. Um, you know, um, the, the winning comes along with all that kind of stuff. And the Broncos are, are in need of, um, you know, good things. Uh, to happen uh, for this franchise last year was uh, you go you had Vaughn uh, go down with the injury and it felt like we were so gutted it felt like our heart mm-hmm. was cut out and at that point you know we just struggled we just struggled we were looking for Jerry Judy as a rookie to come here and be some kind of hero we were mad at Melvin Gordon for you know um, for you know whatever Beating for just out showing yeah for just showing up and being the guy who they paid a lot of money to be Philip Lindsay didn't have the season we were hoping he was at least like the love story love child that we had the previous couple seasons when everything else went wrong so like the storyline started to kind of build up and get ugly and um and the season got out of hand really quick last year i feel like the storylines now positive good stuff second year of the judy hamler you know third fourth year for fan Cortland sutton coming back offensive line now looked at as one of the better offensive lines in the league that just came together last year that wasn't really a thing until at the end of the season when garrett Bowles was solidified as one of the best in the league at his position um took a while to get the center you know position uh, um 
you know, again, that's a very important leadership type mm-hmm. of position. So Cushenberry probably did a heck of a job, and we might not even really realize that. Um, and then, you know, Glasgow's, he's a professional. He's not a world beater, but he goes with the, you know, he's hes a pro's pro. And, I, you know, we're kind of lucky to have him. He makes a lot of money, I guess. But, um, you know, that's three or four guys in the offensive line that you can now count on uh, while your other guys are kind of building up and become compliments and you know, a Bobby Massey, right? Yeah, yeah. He's a good player. He's a good player. You know, you really mentioned you mentioned something there that really resonated with me with the storylines of last season just you know, it just felt like it was it was gonna be a long season right it from was, the get go yeah. with Von Miller, you know, getting hurt right off the bat. So Cortland Sutton was a devastating injury yeah. for the team too. So already it feels like this year is better than last year. You know, going into the regular season fully healthy and not having to worry about not having Von Miller there, your your leader, your face of your franchise, not there. And having these guys back healthy is, is just going to make the optimism around this team continue to increase. So good things going for the Broncos at the end of the preseason and going into the regular season with week one against the New York football giants. Uh, there's There's a lot to look forward to for the Broncos season this year. I agree. I like the way you put that. I'm with it. Um, Want to take a quick break here in the Broncos podcast that we do every single day, Jake, uh, Monday through Friday um, in the Mile High Sports Radio Studios, which we just wrapped up our show. We do that from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Monday through Friday as well. 98.1 FM, MileHighSports.com. You can find the podcast anywhere you can find podcasts we really want you to subscribe to this thing and you know comment on it tell us what you like or don't like um give us some places you can find the podcast you can find this broncos blitz podcast on spotify apple podcast podbean spreaker anywhere you can find podcasts this this broncos blitz podcast is there want to mention some guys we love DraftKings Sportsbook the NFL's back and DraftKings Sportsbook an official betting partner of the NFL is giving all new players a can't miss offer for week one just bet one dollar one dollar on any NFL game okay during weeks uh, the NFL's week one and receive two hundred dollars and free bets instantly no matter what Win or lose, you can lose that dollar bet, and they're going to hook you up with 200 bucks in free bets um, no matter what. Take advantage of this limited time offer right now. You heard it. DraftKings is giving away to all new players 200 bucks in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more in any week one game. How cool is that? Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now to check out all of the great promos, the daily odds boost, the stuff they have is so cool, so unique. Make some of the best. That's why they're the best. Plus, you can make every game a big game with same game parts. Parlays. These same game parlays, we're turning a little bit of money into tons of money. We like to do those, don't we, Jake? Absolutely. They they're just so much better than you know just doing a single bet in a game. Well, it just again, makes it even better. It does, and that's kind of what we're about building those parlays. We do it on DraftKings. They're the best. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS. That is our promo code MHS to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet in any week one game. So, I mean, there's tons of different places to do this thing, guys, everywhere. But I'm telling you, do it with DraftKings. The DraftKings Sportsbook is the best. That's who we roll with, and that's who we love. Uh, For a limited time only, though, this offer is out there, so take advantage of it before it's too late. Um, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NFL, must be 21 or older, Colorado only. 
guys. New customers only restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, so getting back into it, we'll call that the halfway point of the podcast. We appreciate you guys being with us. I'm Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, sitting right next to me here. I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter. Jake is at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter as well. Let's get back into Vaughn a little bit, who makes his return. Um, a lot of head coaches went out and played Vaughn uh, for one down of that game. And maybe McFanjo and the Broncos staff didn't want to either, but he lobbied to play. He said he wanted to get out there and what did he say? Uh, what's the phrase that Vaughn uses? Um uh, stay sharp, but something else. Uh, Iron sharp. I know. Sharpen. Yeah. Eh, close. Uh, I guess we'll never know. I'll come up with it. But Vaughn wanted to play, and McFangio let him play. I thought Vaughn was kind of flying around and doing some things. I thought it was kind of, I was kind of impressed with the way that Vaughn looked. But you know, Vaughn trains really, really hard. Vaughn gets it. You know, Vaughn went to the Demarcus Ware School of Professionalism. You know, um, for his um, early professional career, postgraduate work, you could call it some uh, post collegiate graduate work he did uh, with Demarcus Ware. He knows what Demarcus Ware was. I had an incredible body till he was thirty five or thirty. 36 or 37 years old and probably still does to this day to this day right to this day like Deontay but um I think that Von Miller is ripe for double digit sacks Jake and I think any double digit sack number for Von will be considered a big success of course 13 will feel better than 10 but I think the number on Von in Vegas is nine and a half sacks so you give me nine and a half sacks for Von over or under you tell me I I would take the over on that. I you think take the over I on think Vaughn. Von Miller is going to come back with a, a yeah a bang a boom yeah and you know Von Miller he said uh, before the game uh, I don't know if this is the quote you're looking for but he says I am ready to play I think I was ready to play last weekend it's just about feeling the right opportunity to play Seattle has turf. I didn't want my first game to be on turf. I really want to be on grass, especially with the type of injury I had. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the. Uh, the term that you were referring no, to. No, it wasn't it. I'll come up with it. But, but that was good to hear. That's interesting. But, um, you know, Von Miller, since this is your home <laughs> home field, you know, you want to get used to playing on your home field. Granted, you know, the first few games are going to be on the road, so maybe. Um, it's important to get one under your belt like that. I really definitely. do feel like that. You know, putting the cleats on, doing all things, trying to go at a high level and seeing guys run at you 100, um, not your same guys who you've been practicing against, too. I think that's very important for Vaughn. What would be really cool for Vaughn if he goes, gets two sacks on, sacks on Daniel Jones in week one, finds another one in week two, another one in week three, you get you know, the rookie and uh, the two rookies, actually, and Trevor Lawrence and then... Um, Zach Wilson, and he's got four sacks through three games. Then we're talking about Vaughn as MVP candidate or defensive player of the year candidate Vaughn kind of stuff. What that, you know, where that comes from is, you know, exceptional things, highlight real stuff early in the season. People, again, you're reminded and they remember Vaughn Miller as one of the best defensive players in the league and not a guy who's kind of washed at all. Um, and that's how you extinct you know, Julius Peppers. You know, guys who keep, you know, you got like their football playing days extended because of the, you know, their freaky all-time athletes work hard work, but also right places, right time, right circumstances. So, you know, Vaughn's here still. And um, I think that Vaughn has a chance to have a really big season, productive season for the Broncos. I think it's very important. You know, some guys can have big, it doesn't like translate to victories necessarily because there's not enough talent around them or whatever the, that team's circumstances may be. But what I mean is Vaughn's, you know, 12 or 13 sacks for Vaughn in this team would be big sacks 
for this team. Absolutely. It'd be a big sacks not only for the defense, but for like the offense. It'd be, it's a big picture thing. And Vaughn's one of those guys. If Vaughn is great, the team has a very good chance of being very good. Yeah, Vaughn Miller is a very important cog to this machine. And like you said, you know, going against Daniel Jones in week one with, you know, weak offensive tackles, going against Bradley Chubb and Vaughn Miller in week one, when it's known that you have weak offensive tackles, it's going to be a long day for Daniel Jones. And Von Miller can definitely get there one, if not two times. And, you know, start the season off great and take that momentum to the rest through the rest through the rest of the season and continue to dominate young quarterbacks in those first three games. And with Von Miller, he's so important to this defense. He's so important to the well, team. Well, him and so Chubb now, the two. To the fan base. The two, because we've never seen them really, the both guys at their best, out there, 100% healthy in the entirety of the time that Bradley Chubb has been here. Um, we know what Derek Wolfen uh, and Von Miller looked like, and Malik Jackson and Von Miller. You know, that was stuff for the ages. That you know, we know what uh, Shaq Barrett and Vaughn looked like for a little bit. That was the uh, we didn't know what we had. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Obviously. So what Bradley Chubb and Vaughn could be is like Freeney and Mathis like. Freeney and Mathis like, which again, their defense they won a Super Bowl with those two guys. The rest of the defense had a uh, uh, five foot five Bob Sanders at safety and Gary Brackett, who was just a barely bit bigger. And those guys' bones were made of pie crust. So you have a pass rush that's going to make some plays um, for you. Your de- your secondaries th- th- therefore so much better for it, and you help your offense out a lot as well. And again, the Broncos got to get team effort when you don't have one quarterback uh, in Mahomes or Deshaun or Aaron Rodgers who's just going to put it all on his shoulders no matter what has happened through three quarters and go win it for you in the fourth. The Broncos need complete efforts. They need all facets. They need to get to. We won't talk about the special teams today because I don't want to be frustrated today. We'll do maybe <laughs> tomorrow or the next day. But um, like all in all, we're, the preseason's over. Training camp is obviously over. Uh, OTAs for whatever they were, you know, with the with the circumstances, the COVID, the vaccinations, all that kind of stuff, and what they were able to do and not do, it's all over. And the Broncos now at this point, they're better. They've put the work in. They have improved in all areas. They are a better team than they were from one year ago, and they're a better team um, now from the draft. Um, and I told you this on the show today. I didn't buy Flacco for one bit. Keenum didn't never excited me. And after just a little bit of time with Paxton, I think he was kind of revealed. So since mm-hmm. the net the, the year after we won the Super Bowl, we're going nine and seven with Trevor Simeon and kind of wondering is Simeon gonna be the next guy. I haven't really been emotionally invested in my Broncos, in these Denver Broncos, because I don't want to be hurt. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you can go spend the money. You can follow the whole thing. We do this thing for work and, you know, go to the stadium, the whole thing, all that kind of stuff. I want two people to go spend their money on a bad team, but I'm not going to put my heart out there and put it on the line like that. But right now I'm, I'm finding myself getting a little um, getting myself going on this team and what they could be led by Teddy and what this defense could be, what these running backs could be, what Jerry Judy could really be if he's a superstar um, like he has really the clout. And the potential to be. It's exciting. I'm very excited. Um, And it's building. And it's been a long time. Well, you know what we always say on the show. Broncos fans can talk themselves into anything. Broncos country could, you know, talk talk themselves into anything. But this time, there may be 
real reason for that optimism. There's whether that's a be, good call. No, it's there's substance. It's there's substance there. Right. There's, it's real substance. It's not just the turning of the page, like we say, a baseball team going into spring training and believing they can win a World Series and go to the playoffs. That just comes natural with like the time of the year. It's a baseball thing. The NFL, it's a little bit lesser like that. There are teams every single year. There's a team or two every year that goes from worst to first every year. It happens, but this year for the Broncos, it just feels like they really have something cooking a little bit. That's legitimate. That's real that has a chance to translate to success it's the turning of the page and then going from six wins or five wins to then eight or nine wins and sometimes teams are good enough to make the jump all the way to the playoffs right right and that's what we're hoping for this year right absolutely and whether it be you know the reason for the optimism being the free agent acquisitions the trade for teddy the great draft picks or the, oh, pre- a lot or the preseason of, success. For sure, I there's, like that. There's a lot of reasons. We're checking for all reasons. If give me reasons why they're going to be better, or reasons why they're going to struggle. I got lots of I, you know, th- on my left side of the column, the reasons why they will be better or have improved. I got a lot of those, and not as many, very at all, as many um, checks on the other side. It's a good thing. It's, it feels really good. Um, the only thing that's going to hold these guys back, which you know, we could get into on another episode. Is the coaching staff. Again, okay, so let's actually end this podcast here. We'll come back tomorrow and really look at it close. Really look at teams that last year had success, and was it because of their great coaching and the, that coach's great resume? Was it because of the quarterback? Was it because of culmination of things? Let's look back in recent years at, like, even circumstances where a coach, you know, again, this is unique, of a guy to struggle for two years like this and come back a third year. Most cases, I mean, even, you know, Vance didn't get that. You know, right? It's a well, um, it's a re, it's a reboot, not it's a rebuild. Yeah, so um, we will chop that up tomorrow. I think it's very interesting to talk about um, how this, the uniqueness of this coaching staff, with you know how Vic Fan, Fanjo handles this team, um, where his focus is. Was Shermer's responsibilities, and then like the what I hope is like the young sung ultimate X factor in Mike Munchek who, you know, gives the belief to the offense. And, you know, it's like having two head coaches, you know, instead of really maybe not having one legitimate in Vic Fangio. That's a conversation for tomorrow. This has been the Broncos Blitz podcast. It's presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Okay. They're a great partner. Go utilize them. Um, We just got you guys hooked up with this $1 bet. We're asking you to put $1 um, on any NFL week one game. And if you lose it, it doesn't even matter. They're going to hook you up with $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. That's great. Jake, that's like you got to take advantage of that kind of stuff. Those promos um, that could be your money for the whole season. That 200, you could hit a $50 three teamer that takes your 200 up to four or five. Then we're cashing a few hundred and we're still rolling. That's how it works. But, you know, you got to be bold a little bit. And it's better to be bold with free money than to be bold with having to deposit 200 to bet 200. Yeah. Don't miss out on the opportunity on the free. Yeah. Okay. Uh, For Jake Meyer, I am Danny Williams. That was the Broncos Blitz podcast. It's very important to us that you subscribe to the podcast, like it, review it, uh, all that kind of stuff is very important to us. We try to do a good job for you guys every single day. We try to keep it, like we say, fresh and sexy for you guys. Um, Monday shows are always like, where do you go from here? Um, We'll obviously recap shows, but there's so much from the weekend, too. So um, tomorrow will be a really good show as well. For Jake Meyer, I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.